You've tuned into the Bellingham Podcast for the week of September 30th, 2018, episode 95. From that subdued city by the Salish Sea, I am AJ Barsay. And less caffeinated than usual, I am Chris Powell. On this episode, summer has taken its last curtain call and autumn is taking center stage. That means all of us in the PNW are migrating indoors and wanting to experience, and I quote, a mood of coziness and comfortable conviviality with feelings of wellness and contentment. The Danish folks have a term for this. It's called Huga. AJ and I are wa- waiting in the wings to talk about this. So lights, camera, action. Let's begin. This is the Bellingham Podcast. So you are a man of Huga words. How are you doing, Chris? I am feeling uh, very content and cozy and comfortable in this uh, certain time of, of year. AJ, how about yourself? Not bad. I've got my bunny rabbit slippers on. I got my sweatpants on and I'm looking forward to podcasting with you because we are embracing our Huga. Yes, I've got my uh, world's greatest dad coffee mug and, <laughs> and I've got my uh, um, jalapeno uh, shorts on, boxer shorts on, ah, and, yeah, and stuff it. like that. Yes, bringing exactly. the heat and bringing the heat in. <laughs> yes, most definitely. Let's let's talk about words, shall we? So, uh, in our station break, we mentioned that we're doing a, a new series leading up to our 100th episode, and it's going to be looking at the cultural and societal significance of words. And we're looking at words from around the world and adapting them in the Oso oh Bellingham podcast PNW uh, way that we like to do it. And Chris, you you pointed me that I'd never heard of, I thought it was pronounced Hige because it's H-Y-G-G-E, but it is pronounced actually Huga. What the Huga? What the What the Huga? What the Huga? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I am often looking to reach a place of uh, contentment and quiet in my life. And we, you know, how many episodes have I talked about this in technology and in analog versus digital life and work-life balance? And you, you know the words, folks. There is a Danish term that I happen to stumble upon. And, and it, probably one of the bloggers or the people that I follow online had made reference to what Americans would call Heige, H-Y-G-G-E. I mean, if I was an American not knowing this word, you would American pronounce it Heige. Okay. But H-Y-G-G-E, it's a Danish term that uh, designates what I talked about in our our, uh, opening hook. It's that feeling of cozy, comfortable contentment. It's like that face Meg Ryan makes in all those 90 movies. Mm -hmm. That's that's her doing all that warm, happy uh, look. So how do we get that in life? And, and if we don't have much of that in life, because this world is going at 700 miles an hour, uh, if, if you're like me, folks, um, how can we get that cozy, comfortable, contentment slice of life? And once, where do we find that? Where is it located how do we get more of it? Because I think, you know, this summer has been pretty brutal. The past couple of years have been pretty brutal in some aspects, depending on who you ask. And I wanted to talk about ways that we can find it and harness it <laughs> for our better good. So that's why I, I wanted to do a show on this one. Cool. And so in the show notes, you, uh, you put in this graphic that says uh, Huga. Uh, is a Danish word for uh, Danish word used to acknowledge the special feeling or moment. It can be alone or with friends, which I find interesting. Yes, uh, at home or out, yep. ordinary or extraordinary, but is always cozy, charming, or special. And so, 
That's a really you – know, what, what kind of person would not have a smile on their face when thinking about that kind of term? Uh, it's a feeling that warms the cockles of your heart. Right. It makes you feel all wiggly inside. But not in that commercialized pumpkin spice latte type of thing. Yeah. Uh, well, breaking news, uh, folks, uh, for those of you listening, you can get pumpkin spice whatever any time of the year. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a fall season thing. Right. But but what I'm pointing out is, is like this is something – like this, this vibe, up until you pointed out uh, – this word to me, I didn't realize like th- this is what marketing really hinges on is mm-hmm. this this uh, aspect of the fall Ugg boots, put on your leg warmers, get your favorite blankie, your, that cup of coffee, connecting with friends. Like really, we've been this has been marketed to us covertly and we we didn't even know it. And we're putting a five letter Danish word to, over, yeah. to describe it. So let's talk about that for a while. And if we go first. Hopefully, the four of you that are listening out there, we that y'all can follow suit and create your own kind of coziness in this upcoming fall season yeah. here in the northern hemisphere. Yeah. So, so let's let's take off our marketing uh, glasses aside. That's yes. why I mentioned the bunny slippers earlier. Like maybe you're into bunny slippers, and that is how you find your 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 huga. Don't be bashing the bunny slippers. I'm not bashing my bunny All slippers, right, just yo. Saying. So, so before we get into that though, uh, Chris, you have some links in here with uh, like so this this huga thing. Made it into the pop culture stream like within the last like two years, apparently. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's been around for a, a song, uh, for a spell. I wanted to at least give you a couple ideas. Should you be one to learn about uh, this concept in video form? Got a couple links in our show notes. Drink. Drink. And uh, if you really want to see a, a happy, feel good, vapid look at Huga, let's, uh, there's a link in the Today Show in a little featurette they did about Huga. Uh, is Today Show still relevant nowadays? Uh, well, it was tomorrow. So we're, yesterday, is yeah. It the okay. yesterday Today show? is tomorrow. Yeah, no, we're we're working guys, so we don't see the morning no, shows anymore. No. Anyway, uh, if you really want to see how some people decide to polish it up, there's some really great um, insights into you know what some in some of these videos. Huga is also called socializing for introverts, and I immediately locked into that one. Socialize. That's what they coined up. Uh, that's what one person could describe it, a, 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 a native Dane. Huh. Okay, uh, so for, coming from the Dane, yes. a, a, Dan, a, a Danish dude Indeed. said that this is socializing for introverts. I, exactly. It's like, how are you able to create that comfort from within right? without having, without necessarily having to have all those around you like a Pottery Barn uh, magazine uh, picture? So another, another way to uh, describe this could be a better and more relaxed version of yourself. Hmm. Because we are go, go, go. Right. And in a couple months, as soon as uh, we finish polish off the turkey and stuffing, it's going to be go time in many ways from a, a stressful holiday season coming up. Uh, I found this term, and as I've been thinking about it for the past couple of weeks, uh, what are the elements that give me that feeling of cozy? I, I don't really feel cozy most of the time. I mean, I'm a guy. Come on. Well, you guys can feel cozy. Grunt, grunt. No, 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 no. Put you, bring up your, your neck, knuckle dragging. Like, All right. Guys, we can be cozy. We can. And so in ways that I'm able to find it, you know, Myers-Briggs ISFJ reporting here, folks. Uh, what's my version of Huga? And it's got to be a quiet area of serenity with nothing on my calendar. I find that it, I feel cozier and comfortable when I don't have something weighing on my mind. So like if I don't have anything on the schedule for the rest of the day, that's a, a step towards uh, finding this. I'm a, a, a clean, organized space. Now I have a number of places in, in our house where, where my family and I live that are organized and not cluttered. Uh, that gives me a sense of, you know, I don't have to focus on that. I could just enjoy your favorite cup and beverage. And in the fall 
uh, colder season, cooler season, uh, it often involves something heated. Well, for me, it's actually a glass of seltzer water. Wait, I, you heat seltzer water? No, I just okay. drink it with, just, on the rocks. You okay, know? okay, okay. Just checking. But you know, in lieu of coffee or tea or some or or a heated beverage drink, uh, I you know <laughs> Kahlua and Bailey's uh, notwithstanding, I'm really a fan of seltzer water because that just does it for me. After this past year of working on tweaking the diet, I've right. really gotten into uh, ending my relationship, my dependency on soda, mm-hmm. and I've really gotten into seltzer water. And so, you know, that uh, helps me feel uh, relaxed. It's often a, an evening ritual for me at this place, at this point in my life. Crack open a can of uh, seltzer, I hear the fizz, and uh, enjoy the, the bubbly. And along those lines, in my quiet, clean, organized space, low light always helps matters out. Uh, and I, you know, one, two, three candles, one of them can be scented, hopefully not all three, because that would be a mishmash of uh, scented, what the heck. Uh, but, you know, get some candles lit. That's a nice soft glow on things. And then for me, it's always low volume music. Yeah. Um, not rock, not blues, not dubstep. You are Captain Ambient. I am Captain Ambient. That is my alter ego. Uh, lately, I, 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 I don't do music recommendations that much on the show, but I just got to say in February two, of this year, 2018, this uh, electronic music artist and painter, his mm. name's Tor Lundvald, he came out with this release called a dark place. And I don't know what it is about this. I hope it doesn't have subliminal messages in it because I've been listening to it a lot as I'm walking our dog in the evening. Now that it's dark around seven o'clock, I'm taking a lot more of the evening doggy walk uh, shifts, but toward Lundvall's a dark place has what I call hashtag ghost ambient. Oh, okay. It's, it's just this weird vibe and I kind of dig it and it just puts me into this mood of inner reflection and, and comfort because it's soft. So that's kind of where I'm at as far as if you were to create the equation for a Hugo for me, mm-hmm. uh, it's usually in my house in, in a nice uh, quiet room because that's, you know, where we're at. AJ, uh, what would be a way that you would uh, create your uh, world of Hugo? Well, my world of Hugo first and foremost is on the airwaves because you might be listening to us on Camry 102.3 FM. <laughs> Low power. Community radio here in the Hugo heart of the city of subdued excitement. <laughs> Well played. <laughs> so, so my huga, like I've, I, I, I think I've talked about. There's, I have like two different types of huga. I've got the the huga in the home, mm-hmm. and then the huga anywhere that is not near civilization. And I'll get to the the latter in a little bit when we talk about like out and about stuff. But my huga in the home is basically. Uh, I, I think I talked about this before. I had my son. You know, every Saturday morning I would get up, I'd get my journal, I would hand make coffee. Now I know that sounds weird, but I mean, I literally would have fresh beans that I picked up from Tony's um, from here in Fairhaven. I would grind them with a hand mill mm-hmm. and get them to the right grind that I want, put it in either the, the Camara or a pour over or a French press or whatever, whatever type of coffee I was making um, and go through that whole process. And it's early morning. Like my wife is still asleep. And now my wife and son are both asleep at this point. And, and the, the benefit of doing the slow coffee movement with the hand grinder yep. is you don't have the automated exactly. grinder waking people up in the morning. But I mean, but also like I like... Uh, I think you said in, in your Huga process, like it's this methodical, almost ritualistic workflow that you get into. Like I, there's something about like just gr- grinding beans by hand, knowing exactly how many beans that are in there. Like it just, I take comfort in these little, I don't know, um, 
little steps in my my coffee workflow. Yep. You know, you and I talk about workflow and, mm-hmm. and optimizing it. For me, like I know hand grinding things takes a, a longer amount of time, but for me, I appreciate more the 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 fact that the simple beverage coffee that we kind of take for granted. I don't know. It just it for me, I find comfort in doing that process, not just drinking coffee. So that's part of it. And then I would, you know, sit down, usually grab my my plethora of notebooks and journals that I'm I'm usually working on. Or, and this is totally not a plug, but for my Skookum patrons on Patreon, one of the things that I did from the inception is every month I create a analog print and an analog update. No, no blog posts, no nothing. Like I literally pound out on a typewriter an update of like, what am I doing as an artist? What's going on in my mind? What's going on with my family or whatever? Because all of that plays into, you know, my whole hook of, of photography, which is every moment has a story. And really you kind of see like Huga in what I hunt for in my photography. So for me, it's not just like the whole ambiance of like sitting down and journaling and stuff, but as an artist, really like it hinges on this concept of, of Huga. And I didn't even know that that's what it was. Like I just call it every moment has a story. Like for me, I like seeking out those moments and then doing my digital ninjutsu and then producing something analog. And that whole process of coffee and, and art and just chillaxing, mm-hmm. you know, analog style like there's you notice that in this whole process pretty much short of um the the kettle that i'm using on an electric induction stuff like there's no electricity in this whole thing like i'm i'm hand doing stuff and it's quiet and relatively speaking um if i start pounding on my typewriter more importantly when my toddler types on my typewriter it's loud as all get out but relatively speaking for me um it's the the physical tactical in, tactical <laughs> tactile input that helps me find that huga. And I want to go back to something that you mentioned there, folks. If you're you know we're describing our own individual ways that we're able to curate an environment, and I take uh, a a space where I'm pretty much not doing a lot of activity. AJ's doing an activity, creating, mm-hmm. creating coffee, creating content, et cetera, et cetera. Um, if this is something that appeals to you. And how rare is it that we do anything handmade or analog or per- personal uh, nowadays? Uh, if you're listening and this uh, kind of resonates with you, check out patreon.com forward slash AJ Barce. I know he won't plug his website, but I will because uh, being a Skookum pa- patron uh, for that level of, of donation a month, you're helping send a message to a content creator and an artist to say you matter and the work that you're doing matters. And so I would say uh, fork over a couple bucks, whatever the level you can do that, but become a patron of, of AJ's stuff. Not because he's a fine young lad, uh, it's because the work that he does matters. So anyway, enough of that uh, uh, shameless plug on your behalf. Oh. <laughs> okay, so that's awkward. Anyway, no. So, um, but no, so in, on the contrary of that, so not everything uh, I do is 100% you know analog because that would be inefficient. One of the things I still do is I, I write on Patreon or I write on my blog or I write in other ways that will be coming out soon. There is an app that I've mentioned time and time again, and I think this app, especially Mac or PC, it doesn't matter. I think this app really helps anybody who is trying to find, I'm going to rewind a little bit. Like when you, when you start writing, anybody who is a writer, the blinking cursor of doom, like you get that writer's mental block of, it's the first strike in a journal. When you get a brand new, you open up a journal and you're like, oh my gosh, what is the first thing I'm going to put into it? Same thing when you open up a a new document, whether it's Word or Google or whatever, it's a little bit 
daunting because you have all of this creativity in the back of your brain and you need to kind of vomit it on a screen. And usually most cases, the interface or the waiting for it to load up or whatever, it kind of jars you from that creative process. One of the reasons why I like a typewriter is because once I hit the key, it's there it's done. Like you've, you've committed it. Ohm writer. And, uh, there's not a paid plug. I just love these guys. I think, I think it's like two guys that created this yep. app long ago. Oh yeah. You pay an average for it. Like it's, I think right now at the time of this recording, I think the average contribution to these guys is like six bucks for this app. Take a look at it. What's nice is, is when you click on it, it basically takes over your screen, Mac or PC. So you don't get notifications. You don't have like a, um, like a format bar or anything ribbon. like that. Yeah, there's yeah. no ribbon. It is just literally as close to a typewriter or tactile input process as you can get for a digital age. Um, you can control the... Uh, I highly encourage you if you do this, plug in headphones because it's got some really nice ambient music. Oh, and yeah. I, I meant to look up who the artist of their music because he is on SoundCloud. Um, you can listen to his stuff sans the, the app, which is great. But what's cool is, is that you can plug in some uh, headphones, get some ambience. You can change the background. Like it doesn't have to be white. That's another thing that drives me nuts about mm -hmm. the creating process. You can have like this faded out, you know, photo of haystacks or mm -hmm. boats or just a gradient. And then you can also control the simulated clicks, as it were, of what your keyboard would sound like. You make it sound like a, a typewriter or more of a selectrics or kind of a soft thud or bells. And I find that whole auditory process helps me keep me in the zone. And I mean, this isn't just like a, a, a jab against Microsoft or anything like that. It's just these guys kind of get it. They get the fact that f to be a creative, and that's kind of where I'm going, f coming from in, in this, this, this side of Hige is, or Huga, I, I slipped already. It's all good. Uh, you know, a lot of the times artists strive to find that, that Zen, that Huga and out of it, that's where we get our best creativity. And this is just, if you're a writer or if you're a struggling writer, I'd highly, and I've recommended it to struggling writers and they've, you know, I have a good friend who was writing a book and, you know, he downloaded it and pumped out, you know, a couple of draft chapters and it, it helped, it helps get over that stumbling block of the initial sitting down and daunted task of, I have to write you shouldn't have that mindset. Like you're, you're immediately rigid. It's like tensing up, um, before doing a workout, like you need to loosen up a little bit. So take a look at home writer. If you find that, you know, if you are in the creative vein and you're trying to find Hige, Hugo, I'm going to get this right before the end there of the show. Go. No problem. Um, take a look at that. You know, I was one of the early, uh, I had discovered Ohm Rider in its early 1.0 stage mm -hmm. and immediately threw down on it because I was pursuing where I currently am at. My five years ago self or my 10 years ago self discovered it. And uh, it's a wonderful environment, totally immersive, beautiful music to, is your soundtrack. And uh, I, I recommend that also because uh, we both have bought it mm -hmm. and we both use it. I use a couple other. Twice. <laughs> twice. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, you know, just to get in that zone. And also, you know, if I could interject a little bit, this isn't on the show notes. You know, we're talking about. Uh, how we're able to experience this. And uh, my heart goes out to parents of little ones or even not so little ones, whether you're uh, dual parents, married uh, you know, parents, or you're single parents. It's really tough to find those moments of huga. Yep. And I know this is a tough topic because, you know, my mind, my heart goes out to uh, a, a, a single mom that is raising a couple kids on her own and th she doesn't get any time to herself until well after they've gone to sleep 
that the kiddos have gone to sleep because there are chores to do. Mm-hmm. My hope is that if you should be someone in that situation, that you can take a look and see what could I do to get to get a half hour, yeah, fifteen minutes, start somewhere to be able to go. You know what? My bed is all. I love my. Uh, Costco fleece blankie. Yeah, it gives me a happy feeling. Uh, here's here's a non-caffeinated drink I could uh, consume in the evening to help with the sleep, uh, or you know, heat up some hot water and throw some honey in it, or lemon. I don't know what, whatever you can roll with. That would be great. I would love for you to find a way to be able to have just a little bit of that time for yourself to help renew and rejuvenate. And for those of you that are Zen Buddhist monks that are listening to us, thank you, first of all. Uh, and, and second of all, you're already there. What else can you do to help uh, in this process? Uh, I like the fact that you mentioned non-caffeinated drinks. Yeah, I've, I was kind of coming from the route of the morning because that's when my wife and my, my son are still asleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're right. I get maybe before, before uh, my son, I would have like an hour, hour and a half to myself because I would get up early. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I'm lucky if I get like 20 minutes on a Saturday and, and that's fine. Like I, but I find that that whatever the, that whatever moment I can get, uh, once a week is like a mental breaker for me. It just throws the switch. But if you're right, if you're, if you're, if you're in the evening drinking coffee and yet yeah, you can get good decaf coffee, but I want to throw out a local business, Wonderland Teas downtown in downtown Bellingham. Yes. Wonderland Teas is literally a wonderland. They have a, a tea down there and I believe it's called... Uh, I think it's called Cozy Comfort or something like that. Well, there you go. It's it's a chamomile and mint tea. If you find yourself that perhaps you can't drink caffeine or if you are in the later afternoon, you want something that has a nice nightcap, try it. It's great. Steep it for like maybe two, three minutes. It's herbal, so it's uncaffeinated. Excellent. And, you know, for those single parents out there, both men and women that are raising their kids and doing the good work, you are so sacrificing of yourself and your finances to your kiddos and stuff like that. Let's drop a couple bucks on yourself. Help in creating that environment of Huga. Yeah. So speaking of out and about and finding other places of Huga, do you have like for me? I, I like tea shops, mm-hmm. you know, because that I can bring that back to my uh, sanctuary of solitude. Uh, do you have places around town that uh, kind of exude or help you get to that? Huga? Yeah, you know, uh, I, I experience it more than just in my home at at night. Uh, first place, uh, you if you ever want to stalk me, ladies and gentlemen, uh, and and find out my daily routine, you may find me at Hana Teriyaki in Bellingham, <laughs> uh, located in downtown Bellingham uh, by the waterfront. It's my favorite joint in town. If I happen to be uh, sentenced to death via electric chair and I get one last meal, it's going to be from Hana Teriyaki. And I'll be delivering it. There you go. So uh, anyway, I really enjoy th- that place, not just from the food, which provides a cozy comfort, contentment in my gut, <laughs> uh, I kind of dig their environment because QMFM is always playing in the background and you know the, the, the music is there and it's just this wonderful, I don't want to call it hole in the wall, but I just want to call this, this place um, non-gentrified. Yeah, uh, It's a really a, a cool, unique joint uh, to get some grub here in town. Anyway, uh, Village Books in Fairhaven. I think Fairhaven is my version of Huga, just yeah. in general. It, it's like the Huga capital yeah. of Bellingham, it, honestly. Yes, m- most definitely. But in Village Books, the third floor uh, has been a place that I just love existing. 
and I get a really good feeling and my mind is able to expand a little bit as I'm looking at various books that I'm unaware of. Um, I think you mentioned that they are doing some construction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just FYI, the, the old cafe is under renovation. Yes. I was just there. Something cool coming soon to Village Books, but that's another place. And then the third place uh, is this wonderful little uh, coffee shop in Fairhaven. It's called Rustic Coffee. And I love their environment. I love the attention that the uh, directors of coffee culinary expertise, no, they're not baristas. They are <laughs> culinary expertises. Uh, they they craft a cup of awesome that in the morning when I would have caffeine, if I was to, that is just beautifully uh, executed, looks great, tastes great, and the environment, they don't have oons, oons music playing. It's a really well-curated environment. Yeah, it's dim. It's got a lot of natural materials. Yeah, I know. The rustic is the goods. Yes. How about you, AJ? Uh, outside of the house, uh, where do you go to find that cozy, comfortable contentment? Well, for me, like, so I'm I'm the contrary. Like, uh, I, I yeah, I, I can find little respites of, of Huga. Like, for instance, whenever I travel, I try to find a place like the rustic, where it's it, like uh, like you said, like hole in the wall, but not in like the derogatory sense. Like it's just, it's small, it's quaint, it's local, locals flock to it and it's never packed and it's not uns, uns, uns. Yeah. But I mean, for me, the biggest, the biggest checkout for me for, for Huga is uh, something I've mentioned time and time again, and that's kind of finding my mental north when I go out to the mountains. Every about three months or so, I usually take a trip and go to parts unknown where there is no cell phone service. There is no nothing. I just go up and I have, usually I bring like a thermos, like old school, like the, the thermos your dad used to have. Mm -hmm. Fill it up with coffee and go up to the mountains and just be out there. The one other thing that I'll, I'll bring into my Huga EDC as it were is, and I know this is the weird quirkiness that is AJ, Horologically speaking, my watch brings yeah. me Huga. Oh, yeah. Um, because for me, I like, for instance, as we record this, I don't have a phone. I'm not one of these ang angsty technologists that has to have my phone on me all the time. If I don't have my watch, that throws me off. Like, I, for me, time and knowing what time it is and what's coming up brings me closer to Huga. And specifically, like, if I, I think the other thing that I wanted to point out is, like, for instance, if you have a really bad day and you can't check out, like, let's say you're in the office, it's, it's, you know, heck week, right? Mm -hmm. And you just need a brief respite of Huga. Having that one thing, a talisman or, or something, for me, it's my watch. Um, the watch that I always usually am wearing is my PNW001, the one that I built. And for me, it's just a quick look down kind of find my center and then get back to going full throttle in our day. But um, for me, like traveling up to the mountain, usually any of my watches have been up to the mountains. And for me, that 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 helps me find my hugas, the story behind that. And not just the the watch itself, but just for me, like that that's that's part of my talisman of, of Huga. I, I admire your mental north uh, uh, routine of how you get out there, get up there. Uh, when you're up on the mountain, uh, I'm sure the air is cleaner. It's quiet, but what else is? Uh, what else do you do when you're up there? I mean, do you look for a place to sit? Do mm -hmm. you do you scream? I love my wife at you know at the top I of the. I've done that. Okay, that's cool. Um, uh, good good response. <laughs> but what what do you do when you've hit that mental north and you've at, you've reached your destination and you're surrounded by nobody? Yeah. What do you do? It's for me. It is. Um, I don't want to say spiritual, but it's one of those things where for me, just being up there and in solitude, quiet, 
for me, like, and I've, I've mentioned this on the show and even off the mic a few times, there's this mindset that I kind of get, which is um, no matter how busy you get or what's irking you off or whatever, um, the mountain doesn't care. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, the mountain is always going to outlives us all. You know, it just, it just is. It doesn't care if you live, you die, whatever. Like, and kind of getting closer to that mindset of the little things don't water off a duck's back, as my pop says, you know, it just helps me remind me that really you don't have to make a mountain over a molehill in Mm -hmm. life. Um, So just, just being up there sitting on my tailgate in my truck, honestly, and just, you know, uh, drinking coffee and watching the sunrise or sunset, whatever, or watch the snowfall in the winter or feed birds, you know, what, whatever. Great. This is the environment that brings you uh, that cozy, sometimes cool, depending on the temperatures, uh, but the contentment that you got. <laughs> right. And so our hope uh, is that you might be able to find that life wherever it might be this upcoming fall season. So with that in mind, the mountain doesn't care, but we care yeah. <laughs> that you are listening to us and we thank all of y'all for subscribing. Do you hear the music kind of fading in as we're wrapping up the show? Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for subscribing to us and listening to us on whatever podcast app of choice or even online uh, on a website like a speaker mm-hmm. that we got in there or on our uh, bellinghampodcast.com site. Uh, if you happen to be in your car or in a uh, brick and mortar store that happens to be tuned to 102.3 FM, KMRE. Low power. Community radio. We thank you for taking the time to listen to us uh, talk about ways to improve your cozy, contented, comfortable life. I actually wrapped that one up, huh? You did. I'll, 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 finish, I'll close this one off now. Uh, from the left atrium uh, of the city of Sub Dude excitement, I am Chris Powell. And cozily speaking, I'm AJ Barce. We'll see you next week. It's a bit of a reversal in how we got that all taken care of. That was that was fun. I'm feeling cozy and comfortable just talking about this stuff. Hooga. Hooga.